Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Well, what's going on, Turkey King? Oh, nothing much. Enjoying a beautiful morning out in Nebraska. Golly, it's God's country. Holy and, cow. And you just killed, huh? Just got him. Just got him. Man, where all have you been hunting this spring? Well, so I left Florida and I took my beautiful wife and 17-year-old bonus daughter to Kentucky we took off five days there, so it was sort of like the lull between the storms. Yeah. And uh, and then I put them on a plane on Sunday morning in Chattanooga, and I drove to Kansas City on the 24th. And I've been with my, I call them dudes, so I've been with dudes since then. And I do, oh, like a, four day sort of norm four day flip and i you know i've got an excel spreadsheet i start in july and mm-hmm. it, you know so i picked them up on m- sunday night and i dropped them off on thursday and literally i drop them off at arrivals i mean departures and i circle the airport and go down to arrivals and i pick up my other two guys and i had them till sunday and then i picked up my one dude and I dropped him off. Actually, I had a buddy drop him off at the airport this morning. I meet my other two guys today. So I've just been doing Western states. I started in Kansas City. I needed to finish a Grand Slam, so I did an Eastern with him, a high school kid, just outside Kansas City. And mm-hmm. then Kansas, Northwest Kansas, Rios, uh, Nebraska, Miriams, uh, did a Northeast Colorado, Rio on a river bottom, and Montana, Wyoming, South Dakota. So. Wow. There's sort of six states out here that I bounced back and forth through yesterday. My guy that I finished with, he did Montana at 10, 
Wyoming at noon and Nebraska at 6:30. Dang. So three states, three toms, three shots one day. Good night. So yeah. you're in Nebraska right now. Last week you were where? Um well, <clears throat> it's just miles and I go back and <laughs> forth from from Kansas, Nebraska, South Dakota, mm-hmm. Montana, Wyoming, um, and then bounce into Colorado and to, to usually to DIA. So it's it's all this this region, Miriam's Rios, bouncing back and forth. Well, for this field note Fridays, typically I cover like one or two states, but I think for the sake of time and just kind of what you've been doing. Kind of give me a, I guess you could say almost um, a blanket report or a generic report on kind of what you've been seeing across all these states. Like what are some similarities you've been seeing that these birds are doing? Well, so I'll just, then let's just do two states real simple. (laughs) Kansas, Kansas, Rios, and South Dakota, Miriams. Okay. Um, I... The the I I would I would guarantee that Kansas because they're really good about it and they actually react fairly well. Um, mm-hmm. But you know they've backed their season down to uh, to uh, one bird in the fall, and you can only hunt the month of October. And then um, the other they made most of the state one one bird okay. and the northwest corner is two birds uh it used to be three the whole state well i bet you they're going to go to no fall birds and one bird statewide because birds are down i mean it's that's the sort of been the the word on the street for a while for everybody all over especially, mm-hmm. especially in the southeast and there's no doubt these birds are definitely taking it as well um and then uh, the South Dakota's doing real well. N- Nebraska seems really well because I stop it. That's where I'm right now. But uh, okay. um, the weather, you know, global warming, blah, 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 whatever. But I'm telling you what, it's brutal to hunt birds when it's flurrying. I mean, it's just not fun, um, especially, you know, I'm, I'm hunting with some archery folks and, and mm-hmm. you know, I have to sit in the blind. I mean, uh, it's, uh, it's just not fun. And uh, when, when uh, you like right now, I mean, these birds out here, they're used to it. So, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, it was 40 this morning and, and uh, at, at 515 when they're gobbling and, uh, they act like it's nothing, you know, 40 degrees back East or God almighty, my Osceola's, <laughs> they had to pucker it up. Yeah. But, uh, um, the weather has been, has been really rough last year. You know, I, I got, uh, hail, um, I got hailed on and it, I had to go all the way back to Denver to switch out my windshield and my car is, I don't know how they're going to fix it, but I've got a dense, I mean, it was golf ball plus size hail. It was the day, it was Thursday last week, a week ago, 
Dude. When that tornado went through Andover, yeah. did you see that footage? I saw your Instagram posts about the the glass sitting in somebody's lap in your passenger seat, it, and then I just saw we, your truck. Like, ah. We sat. We put our glasses on. It was just. It was boom, 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 and I didn't put the one thirty second footage on there because I still have to get insurance, and I figured they'd say, "Well, you were driving. You shouldn't have been driving." Well, I was trying to get out of the hole where I was in because if I didn't get out right then. I wouldn't, it would have taken a tractor to get me out. You know, you've been on some back roads oh, yeah. before. People don't understand what grease is driving on Crisco. Mm -hmm. And when it's bone dry, you have minutes to get out on roads before that water soaks through that top layer and you're done. Yep. So I was driving and honestly, I had to go three miles. And by the time I got to the end, the last half mile, I was starting to do that bouncing from right side to left side. Luckily, there was enough of a berm to keep me inside the road. My wheel is spinning. I'm spinning as fast as I could. My passenger, I'm like, defrost, move this. And I'm holding onto the wheel and spinning as fast as I can right to left to keep me center. And people just don't understand. They don't understand what it's like to be in a situation like that. But yeah, we, when we finally got done and we went through the whole thing, we just stopped and look down, it's the first time we'd realized, I mean, we felt glass blowing up when it hit the windshield, mm -hmm. but we looked down and that picture really depicts, I mean, I spent $12. I had to go get quarters and vacuum. The car's never been cleaner since I bought it <laughs> on the inside. Yeah. But uh, anyway, it's, it's insane. This weather is just... It's crazy. It is, man. It's like we've got some weather that's blowing through in Texas right now. And, you know, years before, like years prior, I've seen weather like this come through and it gets birds fired up. But for whatever reason this year, it's this weather comes through like this and they they don't want to talk for a couple of days. So it's supposed to blow through today. And I think tomorrow morning they're going to be pretty fired up. So we'll see what happens. So, yep. well, tell tell me about the birds in Kansas and South Dakota. You know what what have you been seeing? Let's let's give the listeners a strut report on what those birds have been acting like. Well, so population is down. Definitely, population is down. The good news is I've been seeing a ton of jakes, which is always good. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, there's a speckle of of super jakes. So that was a hen that lost her her clutch last. April mm -hmm. and then she re-nested and so they're they're even though they're only a month or six weeks behind, they missed the really good nutritional value of all the insects and all the fresh flowers. So they're just stunted. But uh definitely a couple super jakes. Um but I think I mean everything is you know, it's I've got a lot of good property, so I don't I I don't hunt a lot of public anymore. Yeah. Um I, I have a lot of private the public is, you know, I feel sort of responsible because for years I've said, hey, if you ever want to go get a Miriam, go to Northwest Nebraska. And it's brutal when you go at four o'clock in the morning and there's dudes, four dudes getting out of every pickup at every gas station and every donut shop. And mm. I mean, from start of season to the end. So it's guys are going to have to definitely get on their apps and figure out something else somewhere else, some nook and cranny. And that's what, you know, and, and, here's the hunt stand plug you can do it from home you can sit there and look and and trust me i had some guys in florida idiots and they looked and said state of florida so they went tromps and through well it was non-hunting 
Mm. property state and it's a felony in florida so so you better do your homework and you better look at things and don't be afraid to call or touch base the agencies around that's what they're there for to answer questions yeah but uh i think it's really going to bust open i mean i always i'm chomping a bit to get out this season i tell everybody you know all the birds don't get killed every year so if you can wait till mid-may Nebraska, South Dakota, Kansas, they all go until late May. And that's when the, the weather's better. That's when the, the, the hens are going to nest. The toms are more receptive. And most of the monkeys are out fishing instead of hunting. They've yeah. had their fix of getting beat up in the cold weather, and they have to be out there for opening day, and it's literally flurries. Um, so the report is good. I mean, the, the birds – you know, everything looks, everything really looks good. A lot of jakes, there's not as many toms or hens as I'd like to see. But again, you know, I haven't been, uh, well, Kansas, it's definitely down without question. It's definitely down. Yeah. South Dakota, I would say it's normal. Nebraska seems normal. Uh, I've only spent a day and a half trompsing through here. Um, so, but my buddy who guides up here out of Shadron, he does a bunch of birds and uh he says it's it everything's looking really good everything's normal but again the you know right now i'm sitting here so it's uh 8 15 thursday morning and you know they're gobbling it so it's three hours after they flew down people just can't fathom that either you know yeah um and and it's literally the first blue bird blue bird not a cloud in the sky that i can see that I've had this spring, the first day. And you get a couple days like this, like this afternoon, it and and already started, it'll they'll just start just screaming. I mean, it's good. it doesn't take much for these birds. They know what time it is. They know what their job is to survive and make more babies. And the babies is right now. Yep. So they're uh, it's on. And so today's what well what's today the sixth? Uh um Cinco de Mayo. Fifth. Yep. Cinco. Okay. So today's the fifth and, you know, there's three weeks left of season. I mean, right now is prime time. So if a guy's chomping the bit to do something, there's a ton of public ground. There's a bunch of good outfitters, um, over the counter tags on all the, on these three States. Um, and and again a lot of public ground and a lot of people so what knock on some doors but you better bring some cash do nothing's for free mm -hmm. you know in fact some of these ranchers i give them extra money because they deserve every red cent that they can get they work all year long and all of us are struggling nowadays yep. so it's it's uh it's work i mean today i hunted one day in florida on the 19th we left the 20th so i got that one but that's a lease and that's small ground relatively speaking and uh flat so i mean it's not like i sweat there but today's the first day you know because none of my dudes i mean my, yesterday my dude three states three toms in one day he's 80 pounds overweight he couldn't walk downhill 100 yards without i'm thinking i'm gonna have to go grab the defibrillator so that's Sheesh. the kind of folks and it's brutal you know and and everybody, me too. I mean, I think I'm out of shape. I'm, I can lose 10 pounds in New York second, but I can still, I mean, I went this morning's the first day that 
I wasn't waiting for anybody. So it was me against me and me was out of shape. I guarantee you that me thought about it. Like I, you know, I start June one to get ready for elk season and uh, run every day and really hit it hard, but I don't do anything in Turkey season because I rare, rarely get a day by myself. But today yeah. it was unbelievable. I mean, you show me, you give me some topography and you give me a Tom that keeps talking and that joker he is done and this thing so my screenshot i took it and it was 1.75 miles from start to finish and you know what how many ups and downs i don't know i didn't turn on i don't have an elevation incline decline but i probably put on three going up and down and all that stuff but that joker kept gobbling and by himself, never stopped gobbling until I shot him. He was talking back and forth to another bird. Mm -hmm. And it was just exactly what you dream. I mean, it's textbook classic what you live for mornings against a bird, start to finish. You know, it, it was just unbelievable. Heck yeah. So I know. So they were gobbling pretty dang good this morning what you know how are you talking to these birds were you just um getting super aggressive were you um being conservative with them i mean walk us through kind of the what the calling well, is like no matter what the subspecies no matter what the state what the situation i try and watch the birds you know i have a fan with me and that's a whole nother subject on reaping mm -hmm. um because if i need it I need it. There's no sins and butts. I carry it with me every, I sleep with it. I mean, my wife's like, really, you got to bring that thing to bed tonight. I go, come on, baby. It's my thing. <laughs> come on. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, uh, I, uh, I watch them and if they react right away, if I can get, you know, we're make no mistake. You're, you're pretty more times than not talking to the hen and she's bringing him in. Yeah. Um, so if I can get her pissed off and, and keep after it, but today they, uh, they talked a little bit and oh, gosh, I went back. I can't believe it. I found my slate call. You know, when you get a call and you just, it's, it's your call. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you know, it's, it's, I mean, so I went back and luckily I was, I was at the beginning of my trek and I, and I went to go grab it. And I just got a surge and I just went, oh no, my strike. Cause I went light. I know it's the first day I've hunted without my vest cause it's hills. And I knew I was going to go hard and I didn't want that extra. Cause I loaded up. I have got more crap than MacGyver. Yeah. And I said, I need my mouth call and my slate call. I put two extra shells in my pocket. Let's go. That's it. My fan. And I got to, I got up, snuck around and, working and i went to okay now it's time to pull out my slate because they'd answer a bit but they weren't really kicking it and they were sort of moving away and i just went oh no it's gone and it's funny he peeled off from the hens six or eight hens went up the hillside and he started walking this ridge goblin going away so i really think he heard that that other one going i couldn't because i was down low and i was hitting getting you know down and around yeah. but when i finally came up and got in front of him when i finally realized and it takes a while when a, because a bird doesn't just sit there and go bow, 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 bow. it might take a couple minutes for him to gobble and then you realize he's moved and you don't want to you know the old question oh do you move fast you move this and that a lot of times they're gone before you can even adjust mm -hmm. but by the time i finally did 
I said, okay, that's what he's doing. And I got down in the bottom and I ran as hard as I could. And I ran further than I thought I needed to. And I climbed up the hill out of the hole and I got level and I heard a gobble behind me, distant, but distinguishable. I knew it instantly. And I thought, there's as quick as I thought, there's no way that could be a goal. And he was less than 100 yards right Shoot. in front of me. And I mean, when I went, when I say I went 450 yards, you know, and it takes a lot. People don't realize those birds, that's their job. And they know the easy, animals know the easy route. And they go up high ridges and they might walk 600 yards straight line on a high ridge or, or ease it around it. And you got to go 1,000 yards around even to think about getting ahead of them or equal but anyway it was uh it was awesome uh they uh i didn't have my slate so i went back and i i there was a couple places i'd gotten down to glass and look and call and there it was and oh my gosh it was just uh, and i had another one back in the car but i've not used that one it's just a backup one same call um but uh anyway so they're doing good i uh i you know Again, I watch them if they can. You know, everybody talks about flat nosing and that reaping and this and that. I start off the season when I say I, I'm a Nazi in my Osceola woods because some of the properties I have are small. I've got 23 double bulls, and most of the hunts I do are out of double bulls because it's, it's it, there's a litany of reasons why, but it's comfortable and my birds don't get spooked. End of story. So when I get out here and I can stretch my legs, I absolutely love it. And I go, go, go. Um, and th- when I, th- the net is though, wherever you are, you just watch the birds and, and see, listen to them and watch them. And you can see their demeanor. I mean, that bird yesterday, that uh, Montana bird, we came around the corner and that joker I showed him, I, I went to go look and he turned and he was there fast. And I thought, and I just held up that fan just to hold him. Just, there was no, my knucklehead noggin sitting there was not going to do, was not going to get me the result I wanted. So I just held that fan and he looked for the split second. And I thought, oh, and right then he started to bow up and he turned towards him and I went, oh, we have a winner. Heck and yeah. instantly I knew when he did that, he was done and he turned and I shook it and I turned it and I gave a little shake, you know, because when they drum, they and they shake a little bit and he turned and he ran to me and my buddy had a 28 gauge and he, he clobbered that bird, but you know, and, and, and those hens. So, you know, you throw out a little this and that, but right when they cut you off, right when they try and get louder, you pour it to them and you don't let off. You don't stop. Um, and, and, you know, cause she's dominant hen, she is the boss and you're questioning her. You know, my wife walks into our living room and there's somebody else there and moving the, moving the couch around. And she says, what are you? I mean, she wouldn't even have to say, what are you doing? It would be a rumble in the jungle right then and there. <laughs> so that's just that she's the boss and that's her realm. And this hen, there's a boss hen and. You know, so you start questioning her, and you can get in close enough, and mm-hmm. she's gonna she's gonna come in. Well, hopefully that's what you want, and he's yeah. dragging along. Yeah. You know. So, what for all the listeners out there? What single piece of advice 
are you going to give them right now for the, the remaining few days, few weeks that a couple might have in their seasons? Do I broken record. You're not going to get them in the car or the hotel or at home. So get out in the woods. These birds are doing what they're doing all day long, no matter what the weather. Don't be a, don't be a sissy and hunt for the first hour and go, I didn't hear or see anything. I'm going to go back and do whatever. Now, I mean, some of us hunt in seasons close to home and that, that's all you can do is hunt. But honestly, I would hunt. The, the, so the uh, be in the woods is the get out there as much as possible as, as, and, and stay out there. But and, and the number two is do what others don't do. So right now, if, if you're at home or if you're traveling, uh, hunt more than middle of the day. If you, if you really can, because most everybody's all whooped and they got to go take a nap. They just can't physically handle waking up at three o'clock or three yeah. thirty and, yeah. and driving 30 minutes and hiking in a bit and being in there before dark. Yesterday morning, we were sitting down at 10 till five and I had a roost marked from last year. I said, oh, that was the roost last year. Let's just ease in there. We're going to act like those birds are there. There was a tom 40 yards from where we sat down on the tree. We were there for 25 minutes before he gobbled. Mm. The other ones, there was four other ones that were about 90 yards away. But a roost is a roost. And and this during the season, from season to season, that's, it, you know, so I marked it. I got my my app, my hunt stand. I mark it on there. I said, roost. And I said, okay, we're walking through it. You know, you can have your trek right in, which is another great uh, ad advantage on, on you know, you, you trace your, your path so you don't have to use lights and just little things like that. But the net is don't do the one piece is don't do what others do and, and others hunt the first couple hours and the last couple hours they're doing chores or they're napping. If they're on a trip, they're sleeping or they're doing everything else, catching up with work or family or yep. all that stuff. But man, that 10 to 2 hour, 11 to 1, if you really wanted to say 2 hours. And in that time, if you get a bird that gobbles, oh, buddy, it's on like Donkey Kong. So here's the sub 2, or we did sort of 2. Get out there uh, uh, and, and uh, do what others don't do, but then stay out of their way. They're detectives. And their life depends on it. This is just fun for us. Mm -hmm. So, so do what you're supposed to do. Stay out of their way, and and when it's your time, you better get it done. You know. And so, anyway, we go on all kinds of tangents, but get out there and freaking have fun. But right now, this Bluebird Day, I guarantee you, I could go from ridge to ridge and give a little coyote yip, and and once he talks, and then I can ease in. He, he's done you know done. i love it well yeah. man jeff i really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule all the turkey killing to hop on the podcast with me this morning and give us the what i'm going to call the turkey king report so man i really appreciate it all right buddy you take care